Everybody and welcome to the Energetic Principles Podcast. I'm your host, Melissa LaFera, an astrologer, tarot consultant, and all-around creative from sunny San Diego, California. This second episode is for the week of April 23rd, 2018. So let's break it down a bit. Here's what to expect. The goal is to help guide and prepare you for the utmost awareness of the energy in the moment. For if you use the energy consciously, it has a better chance of working for you. I'll kick off the show with a weekly astral report, along with a few tarot polls and our animal ambassador of the week. Then a guest will join me in conversation around a chosen topic of the week. So this week, I'm so happy to have my dear friend and fellow creative soul, Flavia Chompy, join me in a discussion on mental discipline with meditation and the right control of emotions. And when I say right, I mean quote unquote right. So before we get started here, please remember... As always, take what resonates and leave the rest, because only you know you best. So thank you so much for joining me today, and if you'd like to show appreciation for my work, you can do so on Patreon at patreon.com backslash energetic principles. So let's get down to this week's astro report. Our lunar lady carries on through the week in the second half of her waxing phase, and the energy of the lunar month is ever-increasing, leading to an apex this Sunday uh, for our full moon in Scorpio. On her way to that illustrious event, she'll be touring through Leo, Virgo, and Libra throughout the week. So just a quick heads up, all times are approximations for North America. So if you live in Europe, at about eight hours, and if you're in Australia or over in the east, at about 17 hours. So basically the following day. Keep in mind that timing isn't always precise as astrological transits, also known as the connections that planets make, have varied emphasis as they apply and separate. So it's quite possible to feel the energy sooner or later than the exact moment of contact. We've also got quite another dynamic week, an intense one at that, and one that will have to be consciously worked through. Everyone's probably going to feel it, uh, but especially it's going to be impactful for the cardinal signs, Aries, Cancer, Libra, and Capricorn. So let's dive in. So we kick off the week on Monday with the moon in Leo, uh, which will square Jupiter, I think about midday. And the significant aspect that we have going on um, for Monday that's happening exact is Mars in Capricorn will be making a sextile to Jupiter. Um, And so Mars uh, and Jupiter is currently in Scorpio. Uh, So Mars is, you know, represents our drive, our anger, um, what motivates us, what we're passionate about, what we desire, you know, but it's more of a physical nature. And so uh, when there's a sextile involved, there is um, opportunities that come our way, or especially since it's it's in... um, it's in an earth and a water sign, chances are we're going to have to create the opportunity. So we're going to have to open the door to something. Um, And that something is going to be growth, movement, um, maybe expanding our knowledge in some way or expanding study or or traveling, um, something along those lines. So we're kind of pushing forward on Monday um, into a new territory, but only if we take the opportunity to do so. Um, and, you know, Jupiter can get a little much at times because it's, it's a planet of, uh, you know, it's a benefic, a planet of good fortune, but it also uh, has a tendency to overreact sometimes um, and will push beyond regardless of the circumstance. Um, so if you find yourself in, uh, you know, alien territory on Monday, um, just kind of, you know, work through it and uh, know that this is all part of your growth. Um, so the bottom line on Monday is there's a, you know, a bit of a potential for drama in the air, yet there is that opportunity for growth. Then on Tuesday, we have the moon still in Leo, but we'll switch to Virgo uh, during day. And there will be a trine to Uranus, a square to Venus, and then a trine to the sun. Um, and the significant aspect happening that day is we have Venus, who's going to be moving from Taurus into Gemini. And so Venus represents things such as uh, relationships or how we relate to other people and society, uh, what brings us pleasure, 
um, our creative selves and the creations, our creative projects, stuff along those lines. So Venus moving into Gemini uh, is going to get a bit chatty, is going to get more flirtatious, a little curious, um, might like to communicate more uh, and take a more intellectual stance in relating with others at this time. May feel a little restless, uh, may need some flexibility, uh, can, can become easily bored. Uh, so this is going to be, um, uh, Venus is going to be in Gemini until May 19th. Uh, until when she moves into cancer. So chances are um, we're going to feel a little more social and ready to chat it up and have a good time with others. Um, but just know it's mutable energy. So if something begins at this time that is Venus related, uh, it might look a little different at the end of the transit. So with the moon and Leo moving to Virgo on Tuesday um, and some dynamic action happening uh, through that call and response, the bottom line for Tuesday is that you know, rapid changes lead to sentimentality and possible relationship frustrations uh, with that trying to Uranus squaring Jupiter, or excuse me, squaring Venus. Um, but harmony can come later in the day when we ground ourselves and purify, taking that Virgo energy. So if uh, you find yourself, you know, feeling a little frustrated on Tuesday, I would be sure to take care of yourself later on in the day. You know, cook yourself a healthy meal, have a little downtime, um, and do what you need to for self-care and to kind of boost your your health and your immune system. Uh, and you're going to find that you have greater vitality uh, at the end of the day. So on Wednesday, we have the moon in Virgo, uh, still hanging out in Virgo, um, and it will trine Saturn and then oppose Neptune. And what's significant about Wednesday is that we're going to have the third pass of Mercury uh, in Aries squaring Saturn in Capricorn. And so when I say third pass, that means that this has already happened twice. It happened when Mercury was retrograde. Um, in on April 5th and then it originally happened the first pass was on March 11th um when Mercury was direct. So we are kind of working through, uh, this is the last path to basically uh, push through any frustration along um, the lines of, you know, Saturn type, you know, how our mind processes Saturn type of things like structure, responsibility, what we commit to, you know, making a commitment towards something, um, uh, how we relate to authority, uh, what we're building, what we're consolidating. And so Mercury is all about, you know, information um, and sharing and uh disseminating information with others or receiving it. So a square, you know, squares can be tense action. So basically we're forced into action based off of frustration. And it's really nobody's fault in the situation. We just have to move through it. So if you receive any type of uh, information on Wednesday or even Tuesday, because, you know, this, it, you know, it, it varies on when this can come in. Um, just, you know, try not to get negative about it. Just push, uh, push through it um, and uh, just know you're moving past something. So this can be a great aspect to work on mental discipline. And uh, our guest Flavia and I will be talking about that later in the episode. So the bottom line for Wednesday is it's a sobering day that delivers challenge, yet is great for problem solving. So if confusion sets in, take time to recoup and find compassion for yourself and the situation. Thursday, we have the moon uh, still in Virgo, but then we'll move to Libra, uh, and it will sextile Jupiter, trine Mars and Pluto, and trine Venus all in one day. So when there's a lot of moon aspects, chances are we're going to have a bit of a some busy time here. Um, so Wednesday and Thursday um, are kind of the toughest days of the week. And why that is, uh, is that Mercury square Saturn I just spoke of, but also, and more importantly, is this Mars conjunction to Pluto, which is happening on Thursday. And because the moon um, in Virgo will trine uh, this, you know, have a flowing aspect, have a sudden aspect um, with uh, Mars and Pluto in this conjunction in Capricorn, the moon's going to be triggering these things. So what's the moon triggering? Well, it's triggering such things as, you know, we talked about Mars earlier with Mars sextile to Jupiter, is that anger, you know, motivation, our drive, our desire is activated. Um, and a conjunction combines things, merges, um, is kind of this subtle, impactful switch that happens within all of us where one day or something and the next day we're like, how did we get, you know, we're something else and it just kind of just fused itself together. 
Um, and so Mars, that, you know, that motivation, that anger, that, um, that drive that we have is merging with Pluto. And Pluto tends to represent, uh, you know, a storm that's coming. It represents, you know, breaking things down in order to rebuild them. Um, it represents things like instinctive emotions um, and working through some intensity. And if we're putting intense emotions, uh, merging them with our, you know, our anger and our, you know, our drive and the things that we desire, chances are we're going to feel pretty pretty fired up um, on Thursday, Wednesday and Thursday in particular. Um, so this is a bit of a challenging part of the week. Um, and it's really, it's been brewing since the last two and a half weeks. So if you felt the pressure uh, and you felt that you've had to kind of shed skins in a certain way or get honest uh, with how you're using your own motivation, your own drive, your own action um, and step into greater integrity around, you know, what it is you're um, you know, how it is you uh, bring material things into your life, you know, what the projects that you're working on, your work-related life, um, but also just how we control certain things in certain situations and working through those um, kind of more negative, fearful aspects of life. Um, this can be a very uh, fruitful yet trying experience. So the bottom line uh, for Thursday is there's a purifying and balancing quality that's going on with that Virgo moon moving to Libra. Um, so chances are sudden assertion may be on the scene and that energy is probably going to be pretty high. So if you have, you know, if you're handling any big projects or you're handling any big egos, just know that it can be intense on these few couple days uh, and just get through the day and allow for a healing night's rest. So Friday, we have the moon in Libra, um, and it will square Saturn and oppose Mercury. And there's no major transits that day, but we will still be feeling that Mars-Pluto uh, conjunction for sure. Um, and so chances are the day is going to start out a little bit murky, uh, and we might have to avoid going to the dark side or dwelling on any negative past experiences, especially if we just experienced something earlier in the week. Um, but later in the day provides opportunity to express ourselves and to express our feelings. Um, but only if you choose to take it because it's an opposition with Mercury. So you have to choose to be able to express yourself. Uh, so the bottom line is that you have that ability and you might be working through these things, but um, do so diplomatically like that good Virgo, excuse me, Libra moon. Then on Saturday, we have the moon still in Libra, and then this can be where it starts to get a little hairy again, because the moon will square Pluto and Mars that I just talked about earlier, will oppose Uranus, you know, the, the planet of uh, sudden things, uh, changes, breakthroughs, uh, you know, uh, shocking news of some sort, uh, or feeling that you must separate from something, or um, there's just, it can be an unsettling, you know, aspect. Um, and we're waxing to the full moon, which I'll get to in a second here, which will be on Sunday. So the bottom line from Saturday is that it's, you know, we're, we're balancing yet we're balancing this intensity. And so chances are irritability and haste are going to be in the air along with some emotional confrontation. Uh, so it could be a difficult day for relating um, as we're, we're really emotionally excitable on Saturday. Um, so you may, once again, need to choose harmony uh, and choose harmony by detaching yourself um, for the space and clarity that you might need to deal with the situation. So Sunday, uh, we have that full moon in Scorpio and that full moon will uh, sextile Saturn um, and obviously oppose the sun because that's what a full moon does. And so we have an interesting aspect that day. Um, the sun in Taurus will be trining Saturn in Capricorn, so two earth signs. Um, so this is definitely a day, especially since it's a full moon in Scorpio. Um, and so we're apexing towards something, you know, everything we've been working on since that Aries new moon is basically pushing towards um, a, a release of some sort or a celebration, if, especially if you've been working on some big things, you know, this can be a point of celebration. Um, but with that sun trying to Saturn this day, and we'll be feeling it throughout the week, um, you know, this is definitely a turning point uh, in our stories, um, a turning point in, you know, what we're doing, what the purpose that we feel, you know, just our overall life and vitality and our relationship, relationship to ourselves. Um, so because it's a trine, you know, it's going to be rapid development. We're going to feel all the obstacles are removed. 
um, and there's going to be a speed because the friction will have released and will be flowing. Um, so what are we flowing towards? We're flowing to increase structure to responsibility, to committing ourselves to something, um, to either stepping into our own authority or um, being able to align with another's because that's just basically how it went down. Um, because trines are normally, they're good, um, but just know that it's, it's kind of ni- neither good or bad. It just means that everything is flowing and it's going to happen fast. Um, so just know that this will be, we, ha- we have it. We'll be kind of drawing lines in the sand on this day um, to uh, know where we stand, basically, and be able to carry on um, with uh, with our plans. And so the bottom line for this day um, is accepting where your duty lies and taking the opportunity to do what needs to be done as a page will turn and your plans will become clear. Um, so this is a real opportunity for healing. If you approach it from the high side of Scorpio, and that is the eagle that flies over and is able to see that big perspective uh, rather than the scorpion who just likes to sting. Um, And so I find it very interesting that for our full moon, we have a Sabian symbol uh, for 10 degrees Scorpio, which is a fellowship supper. And so the key word is fraternity and the theme is mutual support. Um, And so the opportunity here is that your advantage lies in nurturing and renewing relationships that mean the most to you. So if you've had any falling out uh, in the last couple of weeks, or especially when we had that Libra, um, tense Libra energy the few days before, this is a time to make amends. But in order to do so, you're going to have to um, maybe commit to something. Uh, You might have to uh, be a little bit more vulnerable. You have to speak, you know, how you feel, but you also have to balance that passionate response uh, and how we come about um, engaging in more emotional um, topics. And uh, Flavia and I will be talking about this later in the episode as well. So be sure to tune in to some ways to kind of, you know, work with that. Um, so, you know, all in all, this, we have quite an intense week um, that can lead to breakthroughs if we get past the frustration and obstacles that arise. Uh, so, you know, ask yourself honestly your role in the matter um, and choose to stay in integrity at all times. Because basically, you just know that, the you know, what we experience this week is going to pass, you know. It shall all pass <laughs> at some point. Um, but with it, great insight is going to be revealed and especially into our own personal motivations and our larger plans as we move forward. So let's look at the cards because uh, they really seem to play into all that I just summarized. Um, so I drew the devil as the focus and the father of swords, also known as the king of swords, as the grounding card. The devil really seems fitting for this week's planetary lineup. Mars and Pluto can definitely trigger power dynamics and control issues. Mercury square Saturn can easily sway our minds towards negativity. And a full moon in Scorpio may apex a matter into obsession and bring out potential manipulative tendencies. So there seems to be a focus on this week on our own unconscious reactions and limited perspectives. And I also find it very fitting because the devil is the card of Capricorn and we have Mars, Pluto and Saturn in Capricorn. Um, and that full moon ruler for full moon in Scorpio, uh, the traditional ruler is Mars who's in Capricorn. So there's a lot of Capricorn energy here this week. Um, so get a good look at the potential traps this week and do your best to free yourself from any self-imposed chains because that's really where the devil lies. So do your best not to get tempted into material motivations, power trips, or any self-deception, and you'll be doing a good job this week. The Father of Swords can help ground you in this situation by mastering the mind and your ability to communicate effectively this week. So articulate what you need to say and just be direct if it's necessary. Take what comes to you from an objective viewpoint to help balance out the intensity and the emotional nature of this week. If you come from a standpoint of fairness and integrity, and are willing to listen uh, when you are actually talking as well, you know, it's a little two-way street here, uh, you will have done the best that you can do this week. So last but certainly not least, this show is brought to you by this week's animal ambassador, the badger. The badger is known for its perseverance and to see something through to completion. So if you find that you want to give up this week, be patient and stay with it. 
Take your time, refrain from any shortcuts, and set your eye on the prize. Don't get too ahead of yourself and remember to live in the moment. Determination, self-reliance, and assertiveness, like that king of swords that I just spoke about above, will help to get you through this week. Now, if you would like to go deeper with how the energy of the week will interact with you personally, I encourage you to check out my tarot subscription on Patreon. Whether you're a tarot novice or an expert, the weekly spread can be of immense help to get a personalized overview for the week. So it will help to gain insight as to what to look out for uh, and to further develop and understand the cards at the week's end. So every Sunday, I'll release a short video outlining the custom spread while encouraging you to share your cards and your questions. Last week's spread was given for free, so if you want to take a look to see what to expect, you can find out more at patreon.com backslash energetic principles. Okay, so now let's meet our guest. All right, so I want to welcome our special guest for this week, uh, my good Hi. friend, Flavia Chompy. Hi, Flavia. Hi. Um, so, I'm so glad you're here to join us on our second uh, episode of the Energetic Principles podcast. Um, and Flavia and I have known each other for a while now, right? I think, uh, I don't even know. How long has it been? <laughs> oh, my goodness. Um, six years, maybe now? I want to say... I want to say well, maybe seven? six years, maybe seven, maybe a Saturn cycle. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, um, yeah. Yes. And uh, Flavia is a fellow creative like myself and we've uh, bonded on um, music mostly, but all types yeah. of things. Yeah. So mm -hmm. I'm glad to have her here today. So Flavia, mm -hmm. give us a little background info on you. Tell us a little bit about yourself. Um, I'm a singer. I've done some photojournalism work in the Navy. Um, I'm a mother and I like to write poetry. I like cats and I, I love long romantic walks to the refrigerator. <laughs> <laughs> and that is why I love you. Oh my gosh. She literally all around. Flavia has got so many you're always a surprise, I think, when it comes to just the things you've experienced in life, um, you know, that yeah. other people, that's why you can really never judge a book by its cover because, you know, that cover, <laughs> Yeah, like, you know what I mean? You know, like, oh, <laughs> this, you know, artsy, like loves to write, you know, you're definitely a wordsmith. You have a way with words and that, uh, you know, you. singer, poet, that makes a lot of sense. But mm -hmm. one would never guess that you were in, you know, in the Navy in the, <laughs> doing photojournalism at some point right. in your life. Right. Yeah. Um, and with a grown son who is now in the Air Force, right? Across yes. In England. Oh my goodness. I'm so proud of him. Yeah, I know. How, how's Mama yeah. Bird feel about that? <laughs> oh man. I have to say the empty nest syndrome is real. It oh is, yeah. It is a real thing. Um, and I, you'll never really fathom what that's like until you've experienced you know, it. Yeah. People <laughs> can tell you I've, I've heard about it and I've heard about it, you know, growing up and, and thought it was kind of ridiculous. I feel like women have so many ridiculous things that we go through and then I, and then I enter into it and I'm like, Oh, mm. uh, Oh shit. My God. <laughs> this I'm sorry. I, yeah. I'm sorry. I ever judged anyone because I'm crying on a Friday night that my grown child <laughs> is out living his life. <laughs> oh, how dare he yeah, I know but you've taught him so well you've taught him Thank so you. well along the way um <laughs> yes I love him personally yeah. so yes if you're out there listening full moon fever to you Carla <laughs> <laughs> um okay so all right so uh today we're actually going to talk about um the topic at hand is mental discipline with meditation and the quote-unquote right control of emotions, which can be a loaded topic in a way, mm -hmm. but uh, because we have that full moon in Scorpio later this week and a really intense week. I know I didn't really prep you, Flavia, too much about, you know, what's going on this week, but we've had um, a <laughs> oh, lot no. of... I know, I know. <laughs> Brace yourself. Uh, we, have a lot of, um, we have a lot of Mars action and Mars conjuncting Pluto and so come intensity of action and emotion and... Uh, Mar you know, and Mercury now squaring Saturn for the three time, third time brings um, challenging messages our way or working through maybe some negativity and all that. And so I thought it was yeah. very appropriate with this week and talking about um, mental discipline with meditation. And I love how you had brought up this topic because 
you have, you know, you've dived into the practice in order to deal with these types of things. And we all have, like, that's why we do it or a Mm -hmm. majority of us do. Um, So I'm curious what in particular brought you to your meditation practice? Was there just something, a straw that broke the camel's back, so to speak? (laughs) Okay. Well, I, I, I wrote down answers to your questions and the answer that I wrote down was anxiety crippling anxiety. That's what I wrote. <laughs> the crip, most crippling of anxiety. Unsurmountable anxiety. But, um, uh, you know, I, I wouldn't say, I wouldn't try to pick apart any sort of um, uh, thing that happened to me that made me finally sit down and do it. I think that I think that I just slowly got into it by way of crying my eyes out and I was already kind of just sitting there anyway. And then I just slowly got really quiet and started realizing, oh, oh shit, I'm actually meditating right now. And I think that's how it happened. Um, just kind of, and that's how I do so many things in my life. <laughs> you know, someone, <laughs> someone could be telling me um, how to do something for the longest time. And, and I'm like, sure, sure, sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll do it. You know, but then I actually stumble upon it. And I, that's, oh my gosh, that's, that's yeah. so perfect for you being a double Aquarius. It, we have an Aquarius rising, Aquarius, uh, or um, Aquarius rising, Aquarius sun. <laughs> yes. It's totally how I do everything. And yeah. Um, and then that, that's how it feels right for me because I f- found my own way and yeah. I'm, I can be that way, you know, but yeah. And a lot of us are too, because, you know, it's like the, like when you try to quit smoking or something, like everybody right. tell you, you know, you better quit smoking. You'll get this. this is how I did it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And, but you just got to wait for that moment within yourself when it's cause you know, you, we need our own turning points to make uh, certain things, you know, happen in our life. Right. Um, so how, how do you feel that, that that's, that's helped um, over time as you, you know, you kind of stumbled into it and then, yeah. you know, uh, what has it brought to you since then? Well, it's, it's helped me big time to calm my mind and body. Um, it helps me to communicate with myself and listen to myself. Uh, where before, you know, I realized I wasn't doing that. Um, um, it helps me find a neutral stance between desire and resistance and just, you know, being with a quiet mind and, kind of laying dormant for even a matter of minutes can be so powerful. Um, and it's, yeah, it helps quiet my mind from the anxiety that I can get. So it's amazing what like five minutes can do, right? Like, oh my gosh. Even, even just a minute, but I know sure, yeah, like five minutes because a minute could feel like an hour. Are you bright in the silence yeah. of your mind? <laughs> yes. Yeah. Yeah. So, which is so interesting that kind of like my existential uh, self immediately goes to think of time, you know, like mm-hmm. what is time, you know, that one minute when we're in this, you know, quiet depth of our souls, you know, <laughs> what's going on <laughs> in there. Um, yeah. But you no, know, I totally feel you on that because I wasn't a big, um, you know, I was a, a half-assed meditator, <laughs> I would mm-hmm. say for a good portion <laughs> of, uh, of my life. And meditation didn't even come in until the last, you know, handful of years for me, but it, it really wasn't until this year personally that I've started to uh, do a regular practice and I have I do this um, app called insight timer I don't know are you familiar with that at all I'm not but I'm definitely gonna check it out now check it out it's free it's totally free and there are thousands of meditations on there whether you want just the timer that has like just uh, kind of repetitive loop sounds um, that you mm-hmm. can uh, you know choose your your starting gong and your ending bell and all these things it's very customizable um, okay. but there's tons of like guided meditations music it's um, I, I was amazed when I came upon it um, and it also it, it actually rewards you. I mean, oh. with a gold star, you know, like old childhood. Oh, nice. So, yeah. yeah, every day, if you meditate every day, you know, like you have milestones on there. So it kind of, um, my my somewhat OCD self, uh, it likes these milestones. So I'm like, I, ha- I have mm-hmm. to meditate. Oh, I have to have five minutes in, you know? Right, right. So I am... Um, I'm now on 50, I feel like I'm on AA or something. I'm now on 50 <laughs> days straight, <laughs> meditated. Um, That's awesome though. That's yeah. really rad. Yeah, so thanks. I, 
hope that everybody checks that out if you uh, want, a, you know, something to go to. And you don't need that. All you need is a, a clear mind, right? You know, mm-hmm. take a minute, silence. But those little things help. Oh. We like rituals, right? Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So I guess that's my approach to settle the mind now that I know that insight timer exists, uh, exists, but what, what about you? What do you, what do you do? Is it, um, you got a, a, a method or silence just works fine? I don't, I just do it. Um, I, I feel like if I'm the type of person that I feel like I, if I try to prepare for things, I will end up procrastinating and preparing all day for it. So mm. I have to just force myself to sit down, which is kind of the beauty of my meditation practice practice because I'm ignoring all the sounds. I'm, you know, it, it, in, especially in my neighborhood, I'm going to, I'm going to hear a lot of sounds. There's, I'm going to hear a lot of traffic. It's pretty busy around here. So I have to kind of get used to drowning that out or, or um, just not paying it any mind. So it's actually kind of brilliant. I just sit down and I just do it as soon as I start to feel it. Um, sometimes the shower does help being in the shower is a great time to meditate although I'm I'm torn on that one because I I hate to waste water and I don't want to advocate the wasting of water or or maybe even just taking a bath a bath would help me a bunch just laying in warm water and just kind of um, that can help a bunch because you don't have to be sitting upright I don't feel um, you know, with your hands in certain positions in order to really be in a meditative state. I've, I've meditated in many different um, places, different types of rooms, and I've found that um, quiet peace of mind. You know? I just imagined you doing like a headstand and meditating. <laughs> <laughs> like <laughs> all these different. Um, in the middle of McDonald's playground. Yeah. Just like, like what is she doing? She's so weird. She must be an Aquarius. <laughs> it's no, called uh, meditation. Look it up. Look it up, people. <laughs> Buddy. Oh my God. I totally hear you on the water business. Um, yes. I will just, when I'm taking a shower, and I know we live in Southern California. Flavia is up in the LA area and mm-hmm. um, I'm out here in San Diego. So we're in what is known as kind of the urban desert <laughs> yes. that we try to treat, keep green. Um, right. And I yes. feel you on that. I get a little... Um, you know, I, I have that a little existential guilt when I take too long totally. of a shower. Oh my gosh, yes. But when I'm in there, I feel so inspired sometimes. I feel like mm-hmm. everything clears. Um, ideas come to me even when I'm trying not, even if I'm not trying to meditate or anything. It's just maybe that just clarity of Always. the mind that comes in there, um, which is kind of part of it, right? You know, like yes. med- so many different types of meditation. That always happens for me. And I, I think what it is that I think what, you know, water is cleansing. Water is cleansing. Um, it's, it's really cleansing us spiritually and physically. Mm, and, I um, totally agree. Being and, a couple water signs myself. <laughs> yeah. And there's not much going on in the shower, whereas there are so many other distractions throughout our house. Mm. But in the shower, there's not much going on, unless you're the type of person who, um, always has to have music playing when you're in the shower or um what you know what have you whatever some people do but usually there's not much going on you're you're forced to stand in a in a small space a small confined space and water is falling on you so you kind of can't help but get into that little that little meditative state i think that's so true and i'm sure every one of us have a kind of routine in the shower right we go through right. the motions yeah. of you know, getting the shampoo doing right. our soaping and so just having that kind of like automatic practice of movement while you're right. in that confined space yeah that right. makes a lot of sense what about dishes do you find oh, yourself man. me too yeah absolutely <laughs> and traffic i can even get in a meditative state in traffic believe it or not uh, i've definitely made it through a half hour to 45 minutes of traffic and realized I was so calm. My mind was so calm that whole time. <clears throat> Sorry. Yeah. Cause you can't really, I mean, yeah, you have to pay attention to the cars around you, but we mm-hmm. get so, um, well, yeah, you know, like all of us do this, we'll drive home or drive a normal route. We've been driving for, you know, right. ever. And mm-hmm. you don't even realize the time that's lapsed in that drive. Right. You get home, you're like, what? The, okay. I, well, I just had a total conversation with myself here. Absolutely. <laughs> Especially you on your scooter. You, I'm sure. I know. It's interesting driving a scooter because, 
you have to be ultra aware, which is almost another form of meditation mm-hmm. because I have to silence my mind in a lot of ways to look out for everything and look out for the cars around me, look out for the moves people are going to make, any type of pedestrians, mainly any potholes or rocks in the road or just all, you have to have like all these like high sensory things on at, at one time and the wind blowing through your hair and oh my God, it's yeah. like I feel really alive, alive in those moments. When I'm on my scooter, it's like, I don't know, it's just, it's kind of like a spiritual experience, like hyper aware. <laughs> yeah, um, definitely. I can see that. But I'll come home. Yeah, I exactly. And especially when I take, I used to drive, I used to have a job a, a couple years ago where I would, um, I would drive my scooter 45 to 50 minutes each day, each way to mm-hmm. get out to this place um, because my scooter isn't uh, high powered enough to hit the freeways here, mm-hmm. nor would I want it to be because it weighs like 320 pounds and I can just mm-hmm. see somebody coming by and I'm like, there goes Mel. Mm-hmm. Um, and, <laughs> And, uh, yeah, so just those long drives on the scooter, um, and the many, many stoplights, <laughs> mm-hmm. um, yeah, it really, I enjoyed it because it gave me time to clear the mind and to really process my day. So I like that you bring that up with like traffic in the car because that's, that's true too. We have all these experiences at our fingertips every day to clear the mind and meditate. We just don't necessarily realize it all the time. Mm-hmm. Um, so Hmm, interesting. Good points, Flavia. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was definitely my approach on it as far as traffic-wise, because in Southern California, traffic can come up quite a bit, uh, meaning the topic of traffic with people. And um, I I really wanted to make con- conscious efforts to not be the, the that person who's complaining about something so obvious and fatuous. Yeah. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. It's, like, it's like complaining about... It's like saying I I hate. Um, it's like saying I hate drama. It's like oh really? Because I I wake up and look for it. I'm like, yeah. you know, like come on, everyone hates that. What do you hey, think? Misery loves company. We all know that. <laughs> I remember um, I have a, my grandfather on my dad's side. I didn't really know him at all, but I see all these old pictures of him, and every almost every single picture he's wearing this like. First of all, he looks like the dad from Wonder Years, if anybody knows what he looks oh, like. of course, yeah. But, um, but he'd always be wearing this navy shirt with these like white screen printed letters that just said, Misery Loves Company. <laughs> and I, you know, I started thinking about, you know, since, especially since I didn't know him very well, um, I wondered if that was a joke or if it, that was kind of really mm-hmm. his like mode of getting it's through shit. life. Yeah, exactly. Because a lot of people thrive on that. Like you said, you know, like, I don't like drama, but I'm looking for it. I'm looking right. for it not to like it, you know? Right. Yeah. Um, and that's the type of things that we end up having to discipline our mind from because we're like, oh, wait, we're our own worst enemy in a, in a sense, you know, depending on what we're looking for um, <laughs> with our intellect um, and processing things in a certain way. So, I'm totally with you on this meditation thing. And yeah. in so many different ways, uh, don't pigeonhole it. There's many ways to skin that cat, I guess. Right. Do what, do what works for you. I think that that's why a lot of people are so intimidated. When meditation oh, yeah. comes up, people say, oh, yeah, I've been wanting to try it. I've been meaning to try it. I heard about this app or this video that could help. And all I can think of when people are saying that is like, what have you been doing? Just do it. You could do it right now, you know? And, and but obviously that's, it takes We're everybody. Right back. Yeah. Yeah. It takes every, it, it takes everyone to get to that point by themselves and to figure it out by themselves. Some people feel like they need someone to show them how to do it, to sit in the room with them and show them how to do it. I myself would not want anyone to try to do that with me. I would, I would, you know, I'm, I'm much better at figuring things out alone in my room or, you know, just by myself and, um, everyone has their own different way, you know? Yeah, that's true. And we all have to Mm -hmm. arrive at that conclusion ourselves as we were talking about earlier. Um, and I think it's going to become more and more common, um, as the years go on, just being in our technologically advanced society where we're constantly inundated with, um, you know, just thing after thing after thing. And Mm -hmm. I think just as, you know, as people, we're going to gravitate to these, to the need to quiet the mind more, uh, just to keep our sanity, (laughs) (laughs) you know? Yeah, definitely. So, um, 
Yeah. One of my, one of my favorite uh, things I just realized recently, because I like to take walks. I like to take little park walks every day, kind of mm-hmm. clear the mind, get a little vitamin D because I'm white as hell. Mm-hmm. And I have a vitamin D deficiency. So I'm trying to get that sun. Um, and so I do my little walking and then one day it occurred to me, I'm like, maybe I should do a walking meditation. So mm-hmm. um, it turned out that app that I like had one and it's just simple. I mean, mm-hmm. I didn't even need the app. Really, they were just like, pay attention to what's around you. Pay attention mm-hmm. to the sounds, the, you know, the mm-hmm. air on your skin, all that. And I think, uh, I think my Mars and Gemini, you know, uh, that, <laughs> that kind mm-hmm. of air, like uh, walking the body in motion kind of seems to help my mind relax. And I think that kind of comes back to that shower that we were talking about too, like those, mm-hmm. you know, that routine. Um, yeah. So that's, that's one of my favorite uh, ways to meditate is that walking meditation now. That's a Walk great it out. One. Yeah. <laughs> Running, running can be meditative for me. When whenever I'm running, I'm for sure meditating because I have to pay attention to my breathing and yes. um, focus on you know stamina. Um, and also, getting tattooed can be meditative. Yes, because somebody is um, causing me my body pain, and I have to relax and breathe through it. And I I've been in a meditative state for sure. I know. And that's such an interesting, I love that you bring that up. Um, and it really plays into our full moon in Scorpio, which we'll kind of uh, segue <laughs> here in a second, you know, that Scorpio energy that would go get tattooed and would put their self uh, in, you know, in pain's way in order, um, you know, cause there's something about feeling pain. Mm-hmm. Um, and like you said, that meditative process of kind of not talking yourself through it. It's more about calming yourself through it. Um, Mm -hmm. and just holding, you know, you start to sweat a little bit. I don't know about you, but you know, your hands get clammy and you're just prepping yourself for it and you become so used to it. Um, and I don't know, I totally agree with you and you're, you've definitely got, I've got a handful of tattoos myself, but, um, I know you've definitely got some, Mm -hmm. um, and, uh, how often do you get tattooed? Uh, would you say you, are you uh, up over there? <laughs> well, I mean, it's slowed down over the years. I, I recently got my hand tattooed, though. I crossed. I crossed you, oh, you crossed the threshold. Yeah. And how <laughs> did that feel? I, I, know, I hear that as a very... Um, you know, it wasn't too bad until he got to my finger, and I was like, oh. I, I was doing great. It was fine, and I was, you know, powering through it. And then he, he started tattooing my finger, and that's when the realness... Yeah. You're like, oh, and and then, and then the mind had a really quiet because those are the moments where you're like, okay, I can't turn back. Right. right. I, I, we've come this far. I know that I felt that way when I had my, um, I had a, like a back in the day, an ankle Mm tattoo, like a full ankle band tattoo. And when they got to my Achilles tendon, Mm -hmm. oh my God. And that bone that's on the eye. Yeah. I would just, I would just make it through, just get Mm -hmm. through. Come on. You can do it. You can do it. Um, yeah, so I totally agree with you. So we put ourselves into these situations where it, it tests our mental discipline because essentially that's what we're talking about here and why we're kind of talking about this during a, our, our Mercury square Saturn week. Since Mercury squared Saturn three times um, during Mercury retrograde mm. earlier, um, back on, oh gosh, I can't remember right now. I said earlier in the program, um, but yeah, back on April 5th and then uh, the first square was on March 11th. So mm-hmm. we've, so basically since March, we've all been kind of working through uh, those areas of, uh, you know, disciplining our mind, dealing with that negativity that might arise, especially out of, you know, things that come up and we just have to mm-hmm. deal with that. Um, so yeah. Um, all right, Flavia, let's talk about this full moon coming in Scorpio. Uh, because we, how do you feel on full moons? What do you, uh, what do you, do you, do you feel, you know, the energy in the air? Cause I think some people are more sensitive than others to, um, you know, the moon cycles, but. I would say I do feel the energy. Um, and I definitely get a lot more introverted and existential. Yeah, because it's interesting because full moons can bring a lot of stuff to light, like it illuminates and that's why some people can get a little crazy and kind of out there. But I like how you say, you know, kind of brings, 
you back in and makes you think about things because it's also mm-hmm. a release point, an apex moment where we're really brought into whatever um, you know we've been working on for that lunar month to process it in a way. So there's different ways to go about it mm-hmm. um, depending on your nature. But this this full moon is going to be intense. It is going to be intense because we have so many aspects. The, the new moon in Aries has been. Oh my God, we're taping this, uh, you know, obviously a week or so before the full moon happens. Um, but already since the new moon in Aries, whew, I have been so busy. I don't know about you. Or I just, have been, yeah. Just things like mm-hmm. coming out of the woodwork and, you know, go, go. <laughs> yes. Um, so we are building. So we are basically building on this energy to this intense uh, full moon. And Scorpio and emotion go hand in hand because it's fixed emotion. It's emotion that is like, you know, still waters run deep. Um, and so I thought we'd talk about kind of balancing our, you know, our passionate response in a, in a way because Scorpio and, and Mars-related energy, because it's interesting that new moon in Aries is ruled by Mars. This full mm-hmm. moon in Scorpio is also ruled by Mars. And Mars mm-hmm. conjuncts Pluto this week, which is intensity and rebirth and, and being honest with ourselves and coming from a place of integrity. Oh, and interesting. Dealing, yes, and dealing with wow. some deep-seated feelings and stuff like that. Um, so I guess what... I, okay, so... Just to set it up real quick, um, some ways, you know, being a Scorpio rising, uh, some of the ways Scorpio can kind of roll through things, especially emotion-wise, is to play a tape over in their head, you know, mm-hmm. the same idea, the same feeling on repeat. And you just can't get away from it, you know. You've, you'll talk yourself out of it or be like, this is – or maybe you won't. Maybe you'll just indulge in it. And it becomes this loop where we tell ourselves – um, you know, we just rile up our emotions and we become passionate about something that is usually not really serving us very well. And we just can't get out of that role in the head. Um, do you ever find yourself, I know I do personally, but do you ever find yourself in those situations where it's just like, oh my God, stop feeling this. You know, I've, I've felt this. It's time to let it go. <laughs> Mel, do I find myself in that situation? Hey, all other, the time. Our <laughs> listeners don't know you. <laughs> <laughs> okay, well. You just described me down to a T. <laughs> um, yeah, absolutely. I uh, And that's a, a lot of where my anxiety can come to play. I will replay conversations over and over again. I will replay scenarios over and over again. Um, oh my goodness, did I say this right? Did I, did I behave correctly? Did I hurt somebody's feelings? Did somebody hurt my feelings? Yeah. Um, you know. All the angles. All the angles just replaying in my mind on a loop yes Um, and I feel you on that one and that's um yeah so how do we balance that how do we stop saying that story I mean as we get older we learn how to deal with that more you know I'm sure I'm sure me and you in our in our 20s you know we're probably just like even Uh, our early 30s (laughs) so many so many day after apology texts Oh I my can. gosh. And people, people for the most part were just like, what are you talking about? Right? I, I was always just apologizing, you know, the next day after hanging out with friends, especially if alcohol was involved. I was, I'm so sorry about this and that. And mostly they were just like, what are you talking about? We, were, we had a great time. Yeah, and that's a perfect point because a lot of times these stories are what we're playing over our head or or getting really emotional about and not letting go is mm-hmm. something we've completely it's our take on the situation mm-hmm. you know i it's it's we can work ourselves up so much and it isn't until we communicate that to other people and kind of let that go even if it's through like the, through the apology or just acknowledging that or even writing it down on a piece of paper and you look at your thoughts outside of your head and you're like oh Mm-hmm. I think what what's helped me um, get through all that are my little list of um, of um, you know my little checkoff list. All right, did I hurt? Did I do anything out of you know? Did I do anything maliciously? No, I didn't. Um, you know, I was well intentioned. Um, did I have a nice time? Did my friend have a nice time? And um, is anybody hurt? Like, is anybody physically hurt? <laughs> is anybody in yeah. the hospital or dead? <laughs> um, no, they're not. Everything's fine. You are tripping over nothing. Calm the fuck down. Um, pardon my French, sorry. Uh, 
I chose uh, the non-explicit option on iTunes, Flavia. Oh my goodness, calm the, calm the F down. Uh, <laughs> so um, what, I, what I have chosen to do from now on, which helps me, is to own it. Um, my goodness, I was so emotional. Yep, I'm an emotional person. Oh my goodness, I was so crazy and, and loud. Yes, I am sometimes a rambunctious individual. <laughs> Just own it. Um, one thing that's, that's what has helped me get over things is when I'm conveying something to a friend and, you know, they're just like, what is the big deal? You, you know, you can be crazy sometimes or, you know, you can be um, a, a colorful personality passionate. at times, passionate, passionate at times. <laughs> and then when somebody feeds it back to me that way, I realize, oh yeah, it's not that big a deal. I'm worried over nothing really. Mm. And so that's kind of what helps me process it and feel okay about it. Yeah. Yeah. And you do have a stellium in Virgo, so I can see where you would go over Mm -hmm. a lot of things there and get passionate. You have moon conjunct Mars uh, in Virgo, if I do recall. So That Virgo Um, can torture me at times. I'm sure. I have some myself. It's rough. That can also contribute to the loop, that criticism mm-hmm. um, yeah. over, you know, over criticism of, you know, I think, reaction. I think, emotion. I think my cat is in a Virgo loop right now. I He's, hear, I, I hear your cat. crisis going on. He's, uh, I'm not too sure what, what it is, but he's really worried about something. Yeah. I can guarantee you it's not worth being worried about. <laughs> <laughs> from from full on experience, you are gonna be okay. <laughs> see, see, oh my god, that's hilarious. Oh, he just wanted to get some air time. You know, he's like, oh, mom, come on, let me have a say. Right. Um, that's that's his, his Virgo moon is flaring up at the moment. Yeah, he can't stop. He must let you know. He's got to fix it until it's broke. Um, (laughs) Oh my God, I love it. Um, So, well, you know what's interesting about the Scorpio moon too is that uh, a full moon, especially full moon, we're talking sun moon opposition, which brings us in, you know, it illuminates things, but it also brings up um, our relationships with other people or something outside of ourselves, you know, you know, it's the opposite sides. Um, mm-hmm. and so I have a lot of, I have a feeling, especially since a lot of the most, um, challenging aspects of this week are going to happen when the moon is in Libra right before this full moon, mm-hmm. that the full moon is really going to be touching on, um, dealing with partnerships and dealing with other people and oh being able to be vulnerable with another person and being, being able to be intimate and share your feelings and your emotions without kind of going overboard or being, or having to do that in order to repair a situation. Mm-hmm. Um, so I guess this is kind of where the control and not to control aspect kind of comes up because Scorpio uh, likes control. It likes emotional control. And especially with Mars being in Capricorn right now and is our representative for this full moon, mm-hmm. uh, Mars, a Capricorn also likes control of the situation and to have power. And so I, I kind of predict a lot of power struggles um, and, uh, you know, kind of emotional control situations for this full moon. Um, so let's talk about real quick, you know, just kind of situations where you it, it's best to kind of control the emotions and, and kind of work through them versus not doing it and being able to share what it is you need to share. Mm-hmm. Um, so how do you, like, what do you, I know you have some insight in that, you know, like how, how well do you balance that out? Are you <laughs> able to control them? Do you overly control or do you oh kind of rein them in a little bit? Oh, for sure. Rein them in. Oh my God. <laughs> okay. So <laughs> And I feel I'm actually really proud of myself and pleased with myself because I feel that I have gotten a good handle on my emotions as of late. Where before I would, you know, I feel like I was the friend crying at the coffee shop talking to a friend because I can't control my emotions and embarrassing myself. And But, you know, and now I realize you should not be embarrassed of that, um, you know, and and anyone who would judge somebody for being emotional and crying you're, you're just a jerk. You shouldn't, you know, don't judge people for that. Um, yeah, we gotta let it out. Or or, I'm sorry, you're being a jerk. You know, you're not just a jerk, but you're being a jerk in the moment. (laughs) Right. Right. Yeah, exactly. For being so judgmental of anyone who would, you know, judge somebody for, for having emotions and, and, um, 
trying to tell them, expressing them, trying to tell people about them. Um, But I feel that I've gotten much better. I think meditation has helped me uh, so much with that. And also uh, journaling. I've, I've started to journal so much more over the years, which has helped me because then I don't feel the need necessarily to um, blurt out my emotions to everybody, um, which I think I did. I think I was guilty of that kind of just blurting out <clears throat> whatever I thought at the moment to anyone who was in front of me, the, yeah. you know, the, the person who I was like ordering a burrito from knew way too much about <laughs> me probably. That's funny. <laughs> um, yeah. So, uh, journaling has helped because then I'm processing it um, to myself and uh, feeling so much more secure about my decisions and or um, steps I made, you know, to get through things. Um, yeah, so I think that I've gotten much better at it. I think I've got a pretty good handle, a nice little balance. I do speak up when I feel like I'm being taken advantage of, um, or, you know, treated poorly. I do speak up and stand up for myself, but then I also have reined it back when, you know, I've chosen my battles. Well, I, I feel like over the and past couple of years, choosing your battles is a good way of putting that, mm-hmm. um, especially in, in the issue of emotional control. Cause I'm on the other side flaw of a lot of times I control them too much and I don't need, I don't express myself the way I should, or, or mm-hmm. you know, in the Capricorn moon fashion, you wait for it all to build up and then you explode. And there are people mm-hmm. who are like, oh my God. <laughs> They're like running for the hills. Oh, oh my God, you're so emotional. I know, right? Uh, and it, because they don't, they get used to me not being emotional. And then when it happens, mm-hmm. it's like, you know, a volcanic explosion. Mm-hmm. Like, oh my God. Um, and so I feel you. Yeah, I've, yeah. I've had to deal with the same thing. But on the other side is learning to kind of open mm-hmm. up those and be a little bit more vulnerable at times. That More that Scorpio, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, watery energy that is not necessarily easy to, you know, takes vulnerability. It takes, um, you know, intimacy with a, with another person to be able to express yourself on a feeling level. Right. Um, yeah. And so, yeah, now I totally feel you on that. Oh man. Vulnerability. It's hard, <laughs> but so necessary. So <laughs> necessary. If we ever want to connect fully with another person um, and with ourselves. And, and learn. And learn. Yes. what it's all about. Yes, because if you wear the armor at all times, um, and that's what control actually turns into a lot of times, is it turns into this armor that we, we wear um, that keeps us from ourselves, keeps us from other people, and gets mm-hmm. heavy. It becomes mm-hmm. a burden. Um, and mm-hmm. so... Yeah. So this full moon, let's not let, you know, controlling the emotions or that intensity become a burden on us. Um, the mm-hmm. learning, the balance, you know, of how to, to share what, you know, because chances are we're going to be passionate. Mm-hmm. So just FYI. So how do we quell those fires, Flavia? How do we quell them, but use them? <laughs> oh. Meditate. Meditate. That's the Medit- answer. Meditate and journal and then turn on your favorite song as loud as you can and just dance. Yeah, I, I like that. Says the says the Venus in Pisces. Mm-hmm. <laughs> just dance it out. Just dance it out. No, dance that's, that out. You got to dance it out. I like that though. That makes a lot of sense because chances are if you do have that passionate response or you have to be, um, have kind of like a one-on-one intimate kind of conversation with another, you know, or gain mutual support in some way. Uh, Cause that's mm-hmm. another thing with Scorpio is it's like kind of shared resources. You know, I'd scratch my back, you scratch my back. How's that work? <laughs> my backs are scratched. Um, yeah, no. Uh, so, so I forgot where my train of thought was going with that, but oh no, the journaling and, and the meditating beforehand. So if you do mm-hmm. have to have like a, a deep conversation with someone um, this week, especially with, you know, Mars conjunct Pluto and, you know, Mercury squaring Saturn, <laughs> um, mm-hmm. Yeah, meditate first, journal, get it all out there and see yourself outside of yourself before you test drive that on another person. Right. Well, it helps me to write bullet points of thoughts that I really want to express, that mm. I really want to make sure are heard. So, uh, because sometimes you have to repeat yourself, you know, um, because when we're when talking to another person and we're both passionately speaking, you know, you're not always listening. Exactly. You're waiting to talk. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 
So maybe write out a few bullet points um, of what you want to be heard. There we go. Now I like that. Bullet pointed out. Make mm-hmm. sure you know what your message is going to be. It's not superfluous. You're just sharing what it is that needs to, right. you know, you need to say. Right. And then give the other person the chance to do the same. And listen. 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 Because <laughs> uh, that's where real intimacy will come from because you have to have that connection. Um, and, you know, in a solid look in someone's eyes. Mm-hmm. God, I swear that will, that can tell you everything sometimes um, and allow you to open up and, and be vulnerable. Um, because yeah, it's not easy to do. I noticed that being a Scorpio rising, you know, I tend to look in people's eyes a lot and people will find that intimidating mm-hmm. because it is like looking in someone's soul, like everything kind of lives there. And um, mm-hmm. if you're not afraid to kind of see that within another person, um, yeah, that's a, that's an interesting power dynamic that happens. Um, I've, I've noticed and people tend to give their power away a lot by not looking back. Mm-hmm. Um, not that I'm trying to take it or do anything like that. I'm just right, right. looking at them for who they are and like, you know, acknowledging them and their existence basically. And sometimes that can feel intimidating. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah, I like this. Okay. I think we've touched on some great points today, Flavia. I'm so glad you've came <sighs> and join us. Came to join us. I always say <laughs> us, but it's just me, but it's us together. It's us. Um, it's us. It's us. Um, and yeah, I hope you'll be back because uh, I'm sure uh, people would love to hear from you more. So, Thank you. I'd love to. Oh, great. And speaking <laughs> of hearing from you more, where can people find you? Uh, what's your Instagram handle um, so everyone knows? Okay, my Instagram handle is tendergirlmadamesupreme. You heard uh, it here. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you're Ten- tender, tendergirlmadamesupreme. Um which I think is a wonderful uh, expression of how I am. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think that suits you rather nicely. And you've had some names in the past. You can change them from time to time, and they're always so good. They're always <laughs> so like, oh, my God. Thank you. Know, you. Back to the wordsmith. Um, <laughs> and so is there anything else you wanted to share before we wrap it up? Are you you know, offering anything? Are you doing anything in particular or just um, final message? I've, I've um, I've been in a band for a couple years, Angels Dust. We're um, at Slow Tapes on Instagram, and we're on all the streamings. You can find us um, as Angels Dust. And I'm also working on my own album by myself. Yeah, I'm, yeah, I'm working on that, and it's coming to fruition very nicely. And I feel like it's perfect that um, we in the Aries New Moon we've been yep. super busy, which is true because for a while I was dealing with the creative block. I don't know. Ah. The new moon came and I've been busy. So I'm, Voila. And I'm excited. A, I love that you bring that up because next week um, I'm going to have uh, my friend Rachel on, Rachel Fernandez, and we're going to talk mm-hmm. about creative blocks and moving through them. So I love how you brought oh, that up. How funny. Funny. How yeah. Funny. How so if anyone's segue. binging this podcast, it's going to segue perfectly. Absolutely. Yeah. That's and awesome. You- so check out, yeah, check out, <laughs> yeah, and I'm sure she'll have a lot to share too, because, oh, and she'll be a fun time as well. She's a good conversationalist. Um, but yes, everybody go check out uh, Flavia's Angel's Dust, um, and you can find that on, you're on SoundCloud, and mm-hmm. just basically, and I, on, on Apple Music, Spotify. Yeah, Google yeah. it, you'll find all, it. All the, all the streaming. Yes, all the streamings, and and she has a, a truly angelic voice. Oh, see, uh-huh, you got honked. You. you got honked by yeah. the people outside. Mm-hmm. They're like, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm, she's good. They're like, I um, heard her. <laughs> whoop whoop. Um, oh my god, I love it. It's so perfect. <laughs> all right, well, thank you for joining us, Flavia, for sure. Um, thank you. And absolutely. And so if you want to uh, connect with me, you can find me on Energetic Principles at Instagram on Instagram. I'm also mm-hmm. at Energetic Principles on Facebook, um, although it's way more active on Instagram. So I would choose that format. Yes, um, I love your stories every day. Oh, yes. And I do. I do the stories. Um, what do I do? The, what do I do? stories. Yes. I have my daily astro alert. Um, so a little thank you. And uh, I've gotten really good feedback on it and people seem to really enjoy it and look forward to seeing it each day. And um, I'm very Mm -hmm. happy about that because uh, I love doing it. And if it helps people, I love it even more. 
Um, so, <laughs> so uh, go and check that out if you if you're interested. Um, and then also, uh, just a little reminder: if you'd like to uh, show appreciation for this podcast, and if you're interested in the tarot subscription that I described earlier, you can find that on Patreon. So that is patreon.com backslash energetic principles. Um, and I'm now on iTunes. So if you like this podcast and you want to help kind of spread the word, you know, tell a friend, put a five-star rating out there. Um, whatever helps to get this more visible because uh, your help is greatly appreciated. So I thank everyone for tuning in. And as always, may the stars be with you. Mm-hmm.